We are back on Talk of the Town with our friends from Vine today, always bringing us something new and something good for the community. We have got some community living coaches in, some familiar, friendly voices that you're going to be hearing from. Joyce Colbert is here. How are you doing, Joyce? I'm doing well. Good, good to, to see you. Yes, it's good to see you as well. Uh, thanks for coming back in. You brought Mary Wickendall back with you. Yes. And Mary, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for asking us. And both of you brought uh, a new friendly face to us today from Vine. Who wants to do some introductions? Yes, he is a friendly face, not just to our staff, but to our members and to care receivers. So Isaac first came to us as an intern in the fitness area, and then he was hired after his graduation. So we are very happy he could come today and talk about some of the things he does with our dementia-friendly atmosphere at Vine. All right. Well, welcome to Talk of the Town, Isaac. It's good to have you here. Thank you. And how have you been enjoying your time at Vine, working with everybody there? I love it at Vine. It's such a great community, a great place. Positive. Very, very positive. And I bet they're happy to have you. You're probably one of the reasons that this grant that we're going to talk about today kind of got extended. This is not the first uh, grant. Who wants to talk about the grant? Because the grant uh, has been re-upped. And I don't really live in the grant world, so it's hard for me to often know what it takes to get a grant. But I know once you receive a grant and you receive that money, you don't want to lose it. Right. Um, but also, the with grants, we have to... Um, they, they last a year, sometimes two years. Uh, and um, if we want to, you know, continue the grant after that time period, we have to also add some new bells and whistles for, for the next grant period. And then that's so, the, the writing of all of that. Who does all of that? Do you have a grant writer there or is it? Well, we, <laughs> we sometimes <laughs> share that role. Okay. Um, I think, yeah. yeah. I think Adam, um, whom you've met, Adam oh, Mossman. Yes. Adam did, did, a, did the writing for this dementia grant. Okay. Um, along with input from the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we have the dementia grant uh, that you received. Um, and I know that it... it affords you the ability to kind of expand your services at Vine. And there are some things that you have that are continuing um, that we're going to talk about. Where do we want to start today? Do we want to start with the, the Memory Cafe and the name change? or Sure, sure. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that, because what is Memory Cafe and what will it be? Okay, well, a Memory Cafe is when the care receiver who has the, the disease and his... Okay, and... The caregiver um, come to uh, and come into Vine into our multi-use room for one hour a month, and we, and during that time we will do maybe reminiscing with them. Um, we might do a craft. We are having um, having it. Our next memory cafe is next Wednesday, and we are having the Singing Hills Choir coming. Okay, and and a few of our. Um, our people who attend Memory Cafe also sing with the Singing Hills Choir. So um, it's just an hour long, and it's a great place to be where everybody kind of understands what what's going on with other people who are who have some cognitive decline. Now, Mary, can you talk a little bit about some of those events that you have, like the the reminiscing um, and like the singing, and how you, how those are not picked out of the blue. There's specific purpose for that, right? Right. Um, It's great to stimulate the brain of the person who has some cognitive decline to reminisce about, um, you know, what did you used to do? I think at Christmas time we talked about what did, can you remember a Christmas 
or a snowstorm that you might have been stuck in and maybe where the bus didn't get you to school <laughs> or didn't get you home. And there was there's always just great stories that are told and it, it helps to stimulate the brain and um, and it's just a good time. Did you have something to add, Joyce? Yeah, yeah. I, I want to go right back to the Christmas one. Yeah, uh, because we had a couple of family members besides the the uh, person who's the caregiver. Gen- usually, it's a spouse, but we had a couple of adult children who joined us for the Christmas one because they were home for the holidays. Oh, sure. And that was particularly fun to hear um, for them to hear their parent talk about memories from years ago. And so we we do invite family members to come whenever they can. So it's and it's going to be called a different name. It's going okay. to be called Chat with Friends. Chat with Friends. And um, but it's specifically for people with cognitive issues and their caregiver. Um, so it'll it'll be on our board at Vine as Chat with Friends, formerly Memory Cafe. Okay, so yeah. that's what we should be looking for. And I'm sure that that has to be really. Um, like uh, uh, an emotional experience for those people that are coming with to hear some of those stories that they probably have never heard before and told in such great detail. Yes. Because there are some memories I know that happened long, long ago that are really easy for folks in cognitive decline to recall. Yes. 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 So. And sometimes they're repeated. Yeah. Then, And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because everybody in the group understands that if somebody repeats, that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's so. a good, comfortable space. Yes. About how many people typically attend uh, one of the memory cafe or chat with friends? We have uh, 16 signed up for next Wednesday and we've, we have typically had like 8 to 10 I think that okay. come because as caregivers we know sometimes you know, things can come up even if, if they plan to come we have emergencies or somebody's mm-hmm. just not having a good day so that's yeah, we're pretty flexible. And those happen monthly? Do they happen yes. every month? So we third should be Wednesday. Third yes. Wednesday, we should be checking the Vine calendars for that. And I know that there are uh, other opportunities for you um, that offer support for caregivers because it's so important that we take care of the caregiver. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and a lot of times those caregivers go with just the thought that I I'm I, I need to do this. I need to be doing this and they forget respite for themselves. Yes, exactly. yes, exactly. So let's talk about caregiver support opportunities that Vine will offer. Okay. Well, we have um, we have numerous caregiver groups that meet. We started out with just one, um, the second and fourth Wednesday of every month, and um, from there. We also wanted to address the the caregivers in the rural communities. And so Joyce has a caregiver group in Mapleton once a month. Um, And we, yep, go ahead. And the other one in Lesseur, which is maybe about six months since we started that one. Um, So, yeah, we, we really want the people in rural areas to feel included in our support. And we reach out to three counties, mm-hmm. so Blue Earth, Nicollet, and Lesur. Uh So it's appropriate for us to have one in Lesur. Sure. Um, but, yeah, we've added groups every year. Yeah. So Mary can talk about uh, the other ones at Vine. Yes, sure. We have. So we expanded um, to for maybe caregivers that are working still we have one um on the the third third Wednesday of the month at 5:15 okay um which is 
Yeah, that's which a, has been we you know we're trying to hit all the a good time for after work if yes, people are for working after all day, work yeah. exactly, um, and the other one is uh, the third Thursday of the month at three p.m. and so um, and our second and fourth Wednesdays are from one thirty to three. So a lot of it is just kind of seeing what works with caregivers and maybe what do, what are not good times. Mm-hmm. The the um, five o'clock one. Uh, that meets or five fifteen is great for the people that still work because they're not necessarily hands on caregivers. They might be adult children mm-hmm. whose one of their parents might be having some issues, and so uh, we just try to to hit where we think everybody yeah. will fit in. Yeah. Sure. I'll just mention that we do ask people to register for those caregiver support groups okay. ahead of time so that we uh, can cap them at 10 participants per group uh, to allow for you know a comfortable exchange. And so uh, people can register by calling or going on to our website. Okay. We'll put the links down below in the show notes after we get uh, off the air here. If you're catching this on the replay, ktoe.com, so you can go sign up. And I'm sure that the smaller group sizes of 10 make it easier for everybody to be able to be heard. And um, and that's how you know you need to keep adding groups. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, Isaac is here. Let's talk a little um, dementia-friendly fitness, or just friendly fitness in general, because this is a program. Is this a program you started? Um, it wasn't one that I had the idea of, but it was one I've I've been the teacher since it started. Okay. Yes. And tell me a little bit about the difference um, with fitness with somebody that's experiencing some cognitive decline uh, versus somebody that's not. The uh, a good way to go about it is to always work on the brain just as much as you're working on the muscles. Oh. Because those two tied together tends to help um, more than it would if you took them separately. And how do you do that? How do you go about doing that? What are some oh, things just, that are different? It's kind of like doing tongue twisters. If you mix two motions together instead of just doing one at a time, it can trick the brain into thinking about two different things at once. Okay. And it usually makes the motion tougher, but as well as it helps the brain a lot. And is that helpful for the brain to be exercised in that way? Yes. Okay. Yep. So you're noticing some... How many um, people are you having in the class right now? Um, we're usually getting around 10 now. Okay. Um, and which is very good. It's good to have that uh, kind of community there. Mm-hmm. Is this being held um, just a, one time a week or one time... How, how often are people coming to Dementia Friendly Fitness? So it's Tuesday and Friday okay. at 1130 to 1215 on the second floor in Vine there. Um, and that'll continue okay in that spot and uh, people need to be signed up for that in order to uh, attend so you know how many people are are coming does it um, is, is the is it full or it is not full it's not full no, yet okay we can take more um it's always good to give either let me know or let uh jen down in the fitness center know that you are planning on coming um, but it's free and open to the public, so there's no need to sign up for it beforehand. Now, you're going to have people with different levels of ba- both physical ability and cognitive decline. So how do you work with a group like that? Are they all individuals within the group? or? Um, that's why it's important to have the caregiver come along okay. is because the caregiver usually knows more about them than, um, mm-hmm. you know, I do. Just but you, meeting so them. you're there to give them some instruction and some, um, guidelines as far as what to do. Yes. And then a yep. caregiver would help along with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. 
Nice. May I absolutely a a cheer for Isaac? Yes. Um, Is that he's also in the fitness center often, and um, he's also a trainer in the fitness center. Um, But I've been in the fitness center and seen him interact with folks who have come to the class, the dementia-friendly fitness, and then how fun it is for them to see him again in a different Mm -hmm. environment, even though they're still exercising. But it's just those, those connections make all the difference for folks because they're seeing familiar faces and hearing that familiar voice. So... He does a great job. He sounds like he does a great <laughs> job. Yeah. And so this is um, something that the Dementia Friendly Fitness class uh, is popular. Maybe you'll have to add more, like they're they're adding more um, support, care support mm-hmm. giver. Maybe you'll have to add Keep more sessions. Yeah. <laughs> the goal is to be busy there, right? That's Thank right. you. for and, and is that free? Is that come with the Vine membership if you have one? Or how does one go about? With the Vine membership and because of this grant, it's actually free and open to the public. Too. Oh, okay. So you mm-hmm. don't you don't actually have to be a Vine member to do this, but you should. No. I always like to say, yeah, you should. It's a good way for people to get their foot in the door. Yes, yeah. yes. See what else we have. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, and then doing some other things, um, collaborating with Mankato and North Mankato, uh, the Act on Alzheimer's. What is that about? It's a local uh, Mankato, North Mankato group okay. that has started has been in in Mankato for years. Um, And they are the ones that started the Singing Hills Chorus. But they also do a lot of educational presentations. Uh, You can find them online under ACT, uh, Mankato, North Mankato. Mm -hmm. So we we work collaboratively. Uh, They'll be coming for a presentation. Um, I think theirs is in March, actually. That's uh, March 14th. And they'll talk about Dementia Friends Minnesota. So uh, that'll be in our newsletter and online. But yeah, we really want to promote them, and they help us promote our events too. Nice. If you haven't heard of Singing Hills Chorus, please check it out, because it's, it's a wonderful opportunity for people who love to sing and have some cognitive issues to join a partner at a chorus that practices weekly and then performs in town. And we've seen the power of music there. Absolutely. Which yes. is great. Yes. So I'm glad that that is uh, and that you're involved with that. Um, the staff at Vine, as long as we're talking about cognitive decline and dementia issues, um, you're, you're really well trained, those of you that work within that area. And there are some memory screenings that are coming up that we should probably mention and invite the public to. Yes, yes. Glenda and I... Um, are are trained to give memory screenings and we've done that there was we did it once in Lesseur or Glenda did and then Glenda and I both did one at the community center so we'll be doing that again on March 14th from 12 to 1 so they just need to come and um, we'll schedule them in fi- about 15 minute increments okay what is done during a memory screening it there are um, questions that are asked kind of like, you know, I'm going to give you three words or five words. I want you to remember them later in the when we come back to them. Um, they'll sometimes we have them and draw a clock. That okay. is one good way to see um, if they're able to do that kind of where 
you're at. And so we have people that are just interested and want to come in, and it can be a great baseline for, for them to have that. And if they have concerns about their memory, after the screening, they can take, um, we give them a piece of paper that just talks about what we did, and they should just take that to their doctor mm. and have a conversation about what they're how they you know if they if they're concerned about their memory right i think one of the most important things is to be able to talk about it yes mm-hmm. yes and to be able to understand so. what's going on uh, early within your own care too and then what is the mind sharpener program the mind sharpener is a class that was put together by the new england cognitive center and um, msu and so what that is is for people that Um, just don't feel as sharp as they used to, not necessarily having a dementia diagnosis or um, anything else. And what it is is we work or we meet twice a week for one hour and we work the six cognitive domains of the brain Mm -hmm. with activities. So it's kind of nonstop activities. And that's like visual spatial is one of the areas in our brain, um, memory, uh, language. And so all the little activities that we do affect affect those areas. And after we do that, it's 24 weeks. And today we were halfway through it. Oh, my. And so um, it's really fun. And we have a good time. And, um, of course, they get harder every every class we have. (laughs) Um, But it's also... You know, you learn your strengths about yourself, and sure. then you also learn strategies to help you remember. You know, we have things that are called memory recall, and they're pictures. And there's they start out with six, and they go to nine and twelve, and then we'll do one that's an omission recall, where we'll take uh-huh. there's there's three objects that are not that were on your first sheet, and now they're not on. What can you, can you name those? And I've seen this group. Let improve in their time that they can do it and in the number of things that they, you know, little strategies that they use how to keep track of things as they, as the numbers go up and, and right. they get a little more difficult. So it's really, it's really a good class. Now that's a class for people without a diagnosis of dementia Correct. or anything. You yes. have something for those that do have a diagnosis as well. We, yes, we do. We have not, um, Use this yet? Um, we have it though. We it's called Mind Works, and it's a program for those with mild to moderate cognitive loss. Um, and so we don't have it scheduled yet, but it will be coming soon. So watch and for that. So watch, watch for that. that. Yes, watch for that. Now, yes. it really, what it sounds like is there's a whole body approach to to what you have going on with memory care yes. uh, and memory yes. issues at Vine. So it's it's very holistic. Yes. yes. We have something else. We have something else coming up um, starting in May, and that is our Powerful Tools for Caregivers class. It's a six-week series mm. for caregivers, once a week, hour and a half session. And this is a class that really focuses on the caregiver. And it's a class that teaches how, how to best communicate, how to deal with feelings like anger and loss um, throughout somebody's illness. Um, we also talk a lot about different types of ways to communicate with somebody who has dementia. So that's coming up in May, starting May 2nd. It's a Thursday, and it'll be every Thursday during May and the first Thursday in June. 
So again, that's um, just for caregivers. Just for caregivers, and there is a cost. It's thirty dollars for the book and for all the sessions, and um, one to two thirty p.m. Okay, so. Stay tuned. Uh, well, I can't wait to hear more about this as, as, as the classes come up, especially with MindWorks that's going to be starting. Uh, you'll have to let us know when that happens and um, all the other news. If anybody's looking for any more information, did we have anything else that we missed? Or we, we One to, thing. Yeah. You're going to coaching? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Caregiver coaching. We've done that for about 20 years. And that's just one-on-one coaching with one of our staff and uh, the caregiver. And that's what you and Joyce do, yeah, right? Yes, like, that's correct. And, and Glenda. And Glenda. Glenda. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so um, they can just they can call ahead. Sometimes they're just in the building and they want to come and talk. And uh, you know, whoever is there and available, or you can schedule a session. Um, and that is that is a very rewarding. What a great resource that we have in the community here that we live with Vine and the ability to uh, help care for and learn a little bit more about those issues uh, that come up in our lives. I think, um, as somebody said, you, you, what, what was the quote, Joyce? I think I had it once. You will either need a caregiver, you are a caregiver, or you will be a caregiver. Correct. Yes. Something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's so that's exactly it. Yeah, it's, it's great to know that we have resources um, and support in that for us and our loved ones. Isaac's good to have you in, and hopefully we'll get to talk again here on Talk of the Town. If people want more information about your class or any of the uh, things that we've mentioned, where's the best place to go? You can go to vinevolunteers.org. Or if you want to just come in, the front desk will always have information for you. Or I'm the long-haired kid in the hat in the (laughs) fitness center. You can always come talk to me. Perfect. We're going to send folks in your direction. And the three of you, thank you so much. We've got Joyce and Mary and Isaac in from Vine today. It's good to see you. Thank Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for having us.